This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Action! Right on cue. Babses! Come on in. I should be like the friendly giant. Come in. Take a seat. no clue what he said but it was very cozy the friendly giant was a a kid's show up here in canada where he had these tiny miniature chairs and he was a giant so they weren't supposed to look like miniature chairs looked like he was uh, supposed to be moving around real big chairs but you could tell they were miniature chairs and he'd put it cozy up to the fire and then uh then he'd invite everyone in and if you look if you youtube the start of the friendly giant it goes on forever, the intro. And when they have the friendly giant written on the gates of the castle, it's not even centered. And it looks like someone did it in one take and said, yeah, it's good enough. But those letters are all different sizes. Whatever. It. The friendly giant. And then when the rooster and the giraffe show up, it is trippy. They start having conversations with one another. And I think they're they're like riffing. They're ad-libbing the whole time. They're like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, not much. Uh, just hanging out. And there's, I don't think there's a script. You watch it and you're like, what's going on? But it's also amazing at the same time. So YouTube, the friendly giant. Welcome to Boomsies. Episode number 18, the Denny Savard episode. It's number 18. Retired by the Hawks. Hall of Famer. Stanley Cup champion. Nine-time All-Star. He had over a point a game during his career. So he played 1,338. Oh, sorry. He had 1,338 points. Played 1,196 games. I did the math. That's over a point a game. Creator of the Savard Spinorama. And a quality human, according to anyone you ask. This episode is also in memory of Remy's Nuts. Remy is a small cat of ours. Right now, he's at the vet. And uh, he, poor guy, woke up. He's like, meow, today's gonna be a good day, meow. Oh, we're going on a trip, oh no. Sorry about that, buddy. Tricked you. Put the crate out. You got in thinking this was a game. 
yeah, it was a game of try find your nuts now. So RIP Remy's nuts. Corrections from last week. Our guest, Jim Pearl. He sat here beside me at the, uh, he was our first ever in-studio guest. He said, Chris Nyland never played for Boston, but he did. Played two seasons from 1990 to 92 before he returned to Montreal to finish his career. So a slight correction. Jim Pearl, now back in L.A., talked to him last night. Made it home safely. He's good. The guy gave me a sweater. I've never been gifted a sweater from a man. And I wore it for Mother's Day. And I loved it. I felt like a million bucks. I was walking around. All the moms were like, ooh, who's your mom? And I'm like, yeah, wouldn't you like to? No, that would be weird. Wouldn't you like to be my mom? <laughs> no, that's not, a, that's not a good pickup line. Yeah, you'd like to be my mom, wouldn't you? Yikes. On the way to my mom's for Mother's Day breakfast, I brought the bacon, as usual. I saw a bumper sticker while traveling with my kids. And I, when I saw it, I'm like an old man, but a modern-day old man. My grandfather used to write notes to himself in a little notepad so he wouldn't forget things. Now I send texts to myself so I don't forget things. So I sent myself a text after I saw this bumper sticker. And I'm a big bumper sticker guy. You got one. I'm reading it. And if you've got a bumper sticker, I assume you're driving a Subaru. Now this one said, I hope something good happens to you today. And I read it again because as soon as I read, I hope something and I'm like, okay, here we go. I know this. I know where this is going. I thought it was going to be, I hope someone craps on your Ford. Or I hope something has sex with your Chevy. Or I hope something barfs on your Ram. But it said, I hope something good happens to you today. And that just made me happy. So I sent myself a text. My kids, they always think I'm crazy. They're like, it's just a bumper sticker, Dad. So it always gets in my head. I'm like, imagine that's what you thought whenever you saw a fellow human. Imagine what a life would be like if everyone thought that. I hope something good happens to you today. Instead, everyone's out there shitting and barfing on everyone's vehicles. I will never put a bumper sticker on my car. But if I did, it would be that one. Or, my name is Producer Tim and I want to meet you. My number is followed by Tim's phone number. Oh, Producer Tim bringing the rim shot. That's uh, that's how Tim always, whenever he enters a party. There's old Rimmer Tim. Known for the rim shots. So yeah, the the bumper sticker would say, my number is, and then Producer Tim's cell number. This is also how old I am. When I first heard cell number was when I was selling Wazoo Water. So I was the the first 
salesperson for Wazoo Water. It was water that had a sport cap, the first of its kind in Canada. And then we also sold Jones Cola. So I'd go around to stores and try to get shelf space in their fridges. That was a summer job. But my brother also worked for the company. So the guy at the meeting, he says, okay, write, write this down. This is your brother's cell number. And I'm like, oh, so he's got a sales phone. That's cool. The guy's like, no, that's short for cellular phone. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought he had a dedicated sales line, his cell number. I'm not that smart. Uh, Over the weekend, it was like a rebirth around here. They had an event in the next town over. Yes, I live in Little Little House on the Prairie. Next town over. There's a town over there. There's a town over there. There's a town that way. I'm equidistant to all of them. I live in Equitown. So they had an event in the next town over. A maple syrup festival. You can't get more Canadian than that. They closed down the street vendors. They had hot tubs filled with maple syrup. They had maple syrup showers, maple syrup clothing, maple syrup everything. Talk about a sticky situation. Thank you, Tim. We paid for one sound effect. That's all we had money for. Which sound effect would you like? A crowd laughing or a rim shot? And Tim's like, well, I'm, I'm the rimmer, so I need, I need a rim shot. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> we got two. Uh, it was packed, though. Uh, this was the first event of its kind in two years due to COVID. Now, no offense to the Maple Syrup Festival organizers. You did a hell of a job. But if this was a dog festival, it would have been packed. You had people at, we're having a festival, I'm in. People wanted out. People wanted to see other humans. If it was a change of retired clowns diaper festival, it would have been packed. We're like, uh, this is weird, but it's something to do. We aren't in our house and we're seeing other humans change that diaper of that clown. People were starved for anything to do. It was a guaranteed hit. And guess what we saw? The return of carnies. Oh, man, I miss them. I hadn't seen a carny in ages. They were there. There was a few rides, very hastily assembled, and a few games. I shed a tear when I first heard the raspy voice of a carney trying to get people to play his balloon game. I wanted to hug him. I wanted to smell that cigarette breath. I missed you and your sketchy past. That I don't need to know about, but I kind of want to. Where have you been? Where do you go? Where do you live? 
No chance this game should be $5, but take my money because I want to hold that very cheaply made stuff snake. I will never hold it again. Neither will my children. Except from the festival to the car and that snake's never seen again. I once had the idea for a show. This is true. Carney's After Dark. See what goes on after the customers go home. Because there's a few things. Maybe it's an act. When they're done their shift at the balloon game, they put on a suit, start counting their money, and they're laughing. They're like, those rubes got them again. We made a killing. They paid $5 for that balloon game. <laughs> and that stuffy snake, that cost us two cents. We are making an extreme profit. Or it's nothing like that. And instead, it's just pure debauchery in behind that balloon game. And they're using those balloons that didn't get popped for everything. It's a carny on carny free for all. Either of the two options, I want to see that on Carney's After Dark. And I guess we'll never know until I get that show produced. So I'm putting that, if I see Carney's After Dark show up on TV and I'm not a part of it, we have audio evidence on this podcast. Also, we've got the first round of golf in the books. Yeah, it's Canada. We get started pretty late here. Went with Mr. Jim Pearl. His first ever round of golf in Canada. So he went to his first NHL game in Montreal. Played his first round of golf in Canada. He's 71. He beat me and my buddies, George and Pete. He hits a 180 off the tee, straight as an arrow. Every shot straight. We're hitting it. No clue where it's going. He's like, oh, I wish, wish I could hit it as far as you guys. I'm like, I'm on a another golf course. I want to just casually swing instead of wanting to kill the ball, but I just want to kill it. Uh, Jim also got, almost got murdered. He went into someone's backyard looking for a ball. And the person came out and they're like, it's just a golf ball. And I just fixed that fence. We're looking at the fence. We're like, well, you did a horrible job. Jim just got, the 71-year-old man just got through your fence. And then Jim couldn't find his way out. So this guy's like yelling at him and he's going back and forth along the the fence line. And he's, I thought he was just going to live there. Anyway, it was a tremendous experience to see Jim trapped behind a fence and a Canadian yelling at him. I guess if something did happen to Jim, it would have been... Uh, would have been a big uh, dispute between Canada and the U.S. International incident. Nothing happened, though, so it's all good. Uh, before we get to boomsies, newsies, and emails, why don't we get to our guest, because I can see him waiting here in the waiting room on our new operating system. 
and this man may explode from excitement. You know him from Wild On, and Art Man presents. He is a friend. He is the one and only Art Man. Look at this man. Well, I guess if What's you're up, listening, dude? if you're listening, you can't look. But if you were watching, you can see Art Man in front of a fireplace. He's got a beach in the background. He's got a beverage in his hand. Art, how the hell are you doing? I'm great, dude. It's good to thank you for having me on this thing. Well, you were on our last podcast that Jay and I did together. And uh, we talked about our bromance. When I lived in California, we would play yep. catch with a football on the beach. We would have dinners together. And then I, I said it was me or Jay, and I see you you have chosen. Thank you. <laughs> it was it was a special time in our lives, one that I hope we can one day um, return <laughs> to on the beaches here in Canada. Wait, yes, of course. Yes, we have beaches. Were you going to say, do you have beaches? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was trying to think of where you are. I know, like, are no, you I don't have Regina? beaches here yet. yet. No, I'm not in Regina. <laughs> it's the city mm. that rhymes with fun, though. It is. <laughs> uh, so how well, are you, my you friend? You in Regina. <laughs> how are you, my friend? What's hey, new? Look, What's going on? <laughs> I'm like Carrot you... Top or something. I was here, just going to say, Carrot Top, I've said this before. I will say it again. The best deal on the strip in Vegas. Mm. It's like 50, okay. 60 bucks. I was just in Vegas, by the way. Vegas is something else. It is... Um... It is rocking. It's probably the busiest Vegas has ever been. What were you doing there, Art Man? I don't know. I'm scared because, on never mind. This has nothing to do with the people listening. But what? Maybe your producers could tell me. It just says 97 percent uploaded. I don't know what it's uploading. Are you are you stealing stuff off my computer while we're chatting? We are, don't worry about it. Just ignore that. Your okay. financial information will be completely <laughs> safe. The upload is almost complete. Um, I was doing just a project I've been working on. Just a. Uh, I'm all over the place. I try to stay on brand. It's always uh, either drunk people or just nonsense. And so this was a little of each. Okay. Um, what was the festival? Actually, was there a certain festival in Vegas? No, we were making our own fun. You would like this. It's with the gas prices as crazy as they are. We did a, we shot this thing. We had a camera crew and the whole premise was, what would you do for a tank of gas? Oh, that's like that's almost beautiful. what would you do for a Klondike bar? But obviously this was a better prize. We'll do more. They'll do more. That's like gold. Did it get graphic? No, we weren't. No, the, the no. Can we swear in this? Yeah, we beep it out. The guy I work with is, is next level. Like I, I like to just walk the line and he's like, hey, should we see if people, uh, <laughs> I don't even know you want to say it, but he's like, let's see what people will stick inside themselves for a tank of gas. I said, nah, let's just stick with the, with the pie and the other gags, you know? <laughs> is that your same producer that is afraid to fly? No, it's not. No, this is this is a different dude. No, this is a guy. Can I go into this? This is a. If, if people are watching, it's this is he sponsored. Oh, all this is backwards. No, no, it's the right way here. A lot of oh, is it? Yep. A lot of the fun stuff that um. <laughs> okay, so what Art is we, showing us is a product yeah. that's called the Testicuzzi. It is a jacuzzi for your testicles. Uh, please describe this. Is this a real product? It is a real product. I actually tested it. I tested it live, and it's on my YouTube channel, too. So here's the deal. Uh, I know you fall into this category, Dan. 
and I don't know what you have to bleep. I apologize if you have to do that or whatever. But you give your dong all the love. It's time to give the ball some attention. It's the testacuzzi. What it is is it's a – I'll show it to you too because you can see it. It has little – I don't know if it reads there. A little cutout yeah. for the balls. Yeah. It's beautifully made. It looks like a little hot tub for your balls. That's exactly what it is. It's a, we're not doing a commercial. Hey, he's not paying me to do a commercial on your podcast. No, he's not. It's a, it's a spa for your balls. And, but here's the funny thing. Dude has, because this is what I think is the most interesting part of the story. Dude has made millions of dollars off of this. And so we've joined forces and we're just kind of doing these fun things where we've teamed up to spend his money. So um that's what we're doing in vegas we've done other things we started a youtube channel together you're gonna like this too it's called the testicle empire because yeah never mind you don't look you don't look impressed <laughs> no I, I i just had a notification come up on my computer i don't know how to turn it off i'm like i, I hope oh. i didn't hear the ding because it dinged i thought you're like what the hell is this guy up to now no i like it i want a review on the testacuzzi though give us your testimonial okay so what it is is it's a um it's a unique sensation. It just, it has a little uh, pump in there and it, it shoots air. So, so you can fill it with anything. Like up there, you'd probably fill it with perhaps maple a, syrup. a Canadian beer. Maple huh? syrup. Maple syrup. Maple syrup, of course. Nice. Oh, some viscosity. I like the way, I like where you're going with that. I've tried it with champagne. I've also, uh, of course, done, I like cold water, actually. Cold water just feels pleasant. And you just, you go ahead and drop the boys in there. And these little gentle bubbles just come up and surround them with just magic. It's, it's truly, it's, I don't know why we're doing a full commercial for him, but. Okay, can you send us one that I can yes. test out? Yeah, lay, hold on. Wait, well, he, he can't send it right now. Okay, he's left. Art man is left. This is off. Most people would have just said yes. I had to prove it to you that I have one right here in the box, brand new. Perfect. So it's not used. That's good. Yeah, it's wrapped in play. I'm going to send this to you, dude. Okay. I don't perfect. just say stuff. Okay, so I will be getting a testicuzzi, and I will give my testimonial, and um, I give the truth. If I, uh, if I like a product, I will rave about it, just like my man-made underwear. Uh, Art, there, my name's uh, You probably need more for the post office than just my name. No, nope, you you're like know. Santa, dude. You're like Santa. You just <laughs> throw this in the box. They know how to get it to you. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I should put toolsy, right? Actually, I did have mail arrive here without the postal code, so our postal system, it's operating at a good clip. Can I interrupt you for a second? Sure. Dude, I really, I really enjoy you. You're, you're such a sweet person. You're, you're a, a gentle, kind man. I miss your warm touch. You're a, you're a very special individual, and I, I appreciate uh, It's fun catching up with you. Thanks, Art. I miss you, too. I, I want to go traveling. I want to go traveling with you, but everyone else wants to go traveling, and you're the travel expert with uh, your experience on Wild On and Art Man Presents. You go to a – actually, I have a question before we get into this. I talked to my buddy Sully before this podcast, and he said, I can't believe you're having Art Man on. I love him. He had a question specifically for you. He said, top three places you have gone with your shows. So it can be – it was a great experience party-wise. It was a great experience location-wise. Your top three places you have ever gone with one of your shows. All right. First of all, why doesn't this guy have a podcast? That's a great question. Yeah. Sully is Sully is a Sully wealth of good questions. That's a tough one. Now, see, I get asked similar things, but I never know, like, what category is he looking for? You know what I mean? Is Sully 
Is he looking for maybe the ratio? Is it this high? So there's going to be a lot of No, he's looking men. for like a place that's memorable, whether it be the experience or the location. Dude, I, I'm telling you, it's impossible to pick three. I mean, it, what's kind of fun about this is if you force my hand to just say him, I would say Kentucky Derby, um, but I'm torn there. You got to time this because there's two ways to do the Derby. You can go to the Kentucky Derby and be, you know, all of a sudden you're, uh, you're Tom Brady or Dale mm-hmm. Jr. and you're hanging out in the, in the grandstands and you, you're wearing expensive clothes and everyone has fancy hats and you got the mint julep. And then there's the infield where – People are naked and people are running on top of porta potties. And but the interesting thing about the infield at the Kentucky Derby is you will not see a damn horse, not one. There is no good spot to. I mean, maybe there's like six good spots where you know enough for six people to see the race. From the infield, you cannot see the actual Kentucky Derby, but no one cares. Right. So what you need to do is here's my here's my travel plan on that one. Uh, get your fancy clothes. Have the best of both worlds. Go in the infield, hang out with the drunk people for a while, go hang out with Tom Brady, then go back to the infield after that. Okay. Seems okay, like a lot of work. Person. Seems like a lot of work, but okay, there's location number one. Number two is Indy 500. I'm a big motorsports fan, okay. and it, it's the same thing. You get chills. You go out on that track. You kiss the bricks. It's it's such a um, such an amazing – what are they, 200,000 spectators, I think, or something crazy like that. Maybe even more. There's a thing called more. Carb Day, which I think is the Thursday before the race where you go and there's like a party in the infield, same thing. No one cares about carburetors. I don't even think those cars have carburetors anymore. I think they're fuel injected. I don't even know. No one in the infield knows either. They're drunk. They're, they're, it's beautiful. It's, but that, that is another cool event because you get the best of both worlds. You can party with everyone, have a good time. Well, too much coffee, dude. Can, <laughs> you can have a good time and you can also, everyone thinks I do cocaine. I do not. Hey, I'm here to tell you. I do not. I've, I actually have never done cocaine, just for the record, but definitely not right now before. You should really have a t-shirt. That says that you being you, you should have a t-shirt that says, I'm just like this. It's not cocaine. So you're looking for the third one. So Cave Rock, <laughs> Illinois, it's, it's called hog rock. And it's, hog rock. it's one of these biker things, right? And with a lot of the biker things, um, I don't know. It's, it's, there's a different vibe, but this one, it's private property. So you have no police. The guy says it pleases itself. And if you talk to him, he says, uh, no is allowed. He doesn't really talk like that. I thought it'd be funny if he talked like Sam Elliott or something. He just he just says no loud. Like he says it normal, but um, people are just naked there because it's private property. You know how other bike things like we've we've done stories on Daytona Beach, uh, the Bike Week thing, and we've done Black Bike Week in Myrtle Beach, and I've done the Laconia New Hampshire Bike Week, and everyone just flashes and it's fun. Hey, look at hey, here you go. Um, but at the uh, Hog Rock thing, it's just everyone's just naked. Like so they're just riding around on various motorized. Uh, devices it's essentially a, a okay Harley so it's called thing. hog rock i thought it was because a hog like is also a, a penis or a, a male's genitalia but it's hog because of a motorcycle I or is there a double meeting is there a double hog. meeting no hog is home because i'm from new england and that's what it hog it's actually called a hog show me hog Adi. Adi, show me hog no that's a real thing but no in this case hog i think is a harley thing okay so where can everyone find your stuff the art man channel yeah, for this stuff that I've been uh, rambling about, yeah. So I, I have two YouTube channels. There's the Art Man channel on YouTube, which seriously is a lot of fun. I'm not, I'm not kidding, but it would be kind of fun. Uh, it's funny because when I do my stuff and I look at the analytics, because I know I, I imagine you have a, a good amount of Canadians listening to this right now. Whenever I do my analytics, I have a a big percentage of Canadians listening or watching, which is cool to me because Canada is like the size of California in population, 
Yet on my stuff, it's always it's right up. You know what I mean? It's always up pretty high. Yeah, we we've gone through them before. I think we're Canada, then the U.S., and then Mexico and Iran. Iran. Yeah, I think uh, Saudi Arabia has has passed. But yeah, yeah, there's three people in Saudi Arabia that really love my content, and so <laughs> it's the Art Man channel on YouTube. And there's also uh, don't forget to check out. I hate doing you. You asked for this, but just because uh, it is sort of entertaining. It's the Testicle Empire, also on YouTube, which we just launched, which is just a bunch of nonsense. It's me spending my buddy's money who invented the the ball spa. What he sent me a gold plated one for my service. What's a testicuzzi cost someone, by the way? Uh, you you're gonna be real surprised at this, Dan. It's sixty nine dollars. Sixty nine dollars, mm-hmm. and it actually works, so it's not gonna break. I don't know what you mean by works. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it is a no, no, no. Balls. Like people, people probably thought it was a gag gift, but it's an actual working device. Yeah. Do I need to fill this with water and show you? No, no, we're good. Uh, Art, we really appreciate this, my friend. He's uh, filling up his testacuzzi with coffee, and uh, we again, we don't need to see this. It's a podcast, I know, but can you can you hear it bubbling? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were gonna whip them up. It no, is bubbling. Want me to dunk my balls in coffee? Sure. Why not? I saw, hey, you know, someone someone sent me a message and they said, "Tell me if this is true," because you you guys know beer up there. Yep. They said that if you soak, and this is very specific, I was told if you soak your balls in an IPA after for a minimum of fifteen minutes, you can actually taste it after fifteen minutes. True or false? Go. Well, this is getting into the hole when people were beer chugging out of their butts it's different but it, this is also implying that somehow your your scrotum has taste buds which is weird i think that was something going around that you can taste things i think stern did that on his show they were seeing if guys could taste beer after having their nuts in it and it was proven to be false oh, okay yeah well i'm pretty sure i've that's been soaking false. my nuts in a beautiful ipa <laughs> this entire time and it's been 25 minutes and i'm tasting nothing <laughs> Art, we appreciate this, my friend. It's science, Dan. Give us a rim shot on the way out. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm not, just for the record, I'm not a drummer. I have sticks in my hand and there is a drum next to me that does not make me a drummer. Because actually, is it dun dun or is it dun 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 There, that sounds good. There you go. Art man. <laughs> he is a character. And I'm glad... He brings up and audibly says, I guess everything would be audible that you say. Vocalizes that he's not on cocaine or on speed or on anything. That's just how he is. A one of a kind. Can't wait to try out the testacuzzi. Time for Boomsies Newsies. This is where we run down your news of the day. So you don't have to uh, talk to a, a, your Alexa and ask her what the news is. You just get it from Boomsies. Pierre Maguire, fired by the Ottawa Senators. No one has a clue what he did there. No one saw him when he got, once he got hired. And no one's seen him since he got fired. He's a great guy, but no one knew what he did with the Senators. He gone. Islanders fire Barry Trotz. Dumb move. Dumb move. Rich Strike wins the Kentucky Derby. Oh, what a comeback that was. What I used to do when I uh, go to the horse races. 
was pool our money, whoever I went with, and we'd do a bunch of picks for the trifecta and the super... And actually, we go the superfecta and the trifecta, mostly the trifecta, which is first, second, and third horse. So we were like playing the lottery. Someone would say, okay, I'm taking the two horse, and some of the 10 that comes second. And we'd hit the odd time. Win a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. This one paid seven thousand four hundred thirty-five bucks, and the Superfecta, which is the first four places, first, second, third, fourth, paid three hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. Rich Strike wasn't even in the picture. The announcer didn't even say the horse's name until about fifteen seconds to go, and then Rich Strike. That was one of the greatest horse racing moments I've ever seen. Dolly Parton to perform in Taco Bell musical on TikTok. Okay, that is not a real sentence. Dolly Parton to perform in Taco Bell musical on TikTok. This just further confirms to me that we are living in a, inside a video game. And now the like the people playing the game are just f-ing with us. They're like, yeah, let's let's uh, see what they think of this. They're probably going to think it's real. Taco Bell's bringing back the Mexican pizza, and they're going to TikTok to celebrate. Mexican pizza, the musical, will premiere on TikTok. Sure. Pizza delivery driver suing friends who won lottery for not including him. Okay, now we got something here because this this is a terrifying situation. Whenever I get into a pool with people. That's why I usually don't do it. Because someone's going to say, oh, you forgot to, you forgot to include me. My friend Justin and I, if there's a big lottery jackpot, we'll send each other a text. We'll say, hey, if one of us wins this, we're getting a million bucks. And then we send a picture of our lottery ticket to each other by text. So we have kind of an informal agreement on that but this guy he's suing 16 of his friends because he believes he deserves a cut of their one million dollar lottery prize he was part of a lottery pool with friends for six years but didn't always immediately pay for his tickets and he owed them money and he joked he said just take it out of our winnings when we win okay philip named each of his 16 friends and stated that the group worked on an opt-out system and that he could not be kicked out of the group with them communicating that to him. Dividing a six... Okay, so I think he's got a... I don't know. This is a tough one. This So he would have get uh, 58000 bucks each if he's included there. I'd have to side with the friends. Buddy, you didn't pay up. The deal was, give us your money, you're in on the ticket. Not, give us your money later, after the draw, you have your money before the draw, you're in. There's your rules. Money in hand before the drawing of the lottery ticket. Sorry, bud, you aren't winning this one. You've been overruled. Now, I guess a judge would say, that's my verdict. Bumsies. Man who married hologram can't talk to it anymore. Uh Producer Tim's in the news again. (laughs) 
Man caught hiding from police under a blanket. Z Money. Good job, buddy. So both our producers on this podcast are making it into Boomsies Newsies. Alligator breaks into house and jugs dyke. Come the f*** on. None of these are real. Alligator breaks into house and chugs Diet Coke. A couple in, you guessed it, Florida. Heard a crash coming from their garage. When they went to investigate, they found an alligator. After a local wrangler known as Ray the Trapper was able to remove the animal, the couple went back to check out the damage. The The camel. The animal had gotten into a box of Diet Coke that the owners had bought in advance of a birthday party. What do you what do you got planned for this birthday party? Oh, listen to these plans. We got some Diet Coke. What what we got Diet Coke? Uh, anything we've got <laughs> There was Diet Coke spewing everywhere because the gator was interested, tore open the box, had a few cans. Karen told the news. Probably thought it was beer, maybe. I don't know. People have sent me texts and emails. Gator girl. They have all these comments. Crikey, mate. What a great birthday present, Karen. Karen. She's now gator girl. Oh, boy. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, that's uh, that's the conclusion of Boomsies Newsies. Uh, let's dive into our emails. Uh, each week, we ask you to send us emails, and one of them will be named the email man-made for Boomsies. Uh, you can email us at yeah, let's talk. That's ya, let's talk at gmail.com. Yeah. Let's talk. Before I start reading these, uh, which I'm very bad at, that's why I'm wearing glasses. Man-made undies, uh, hands down, best underwear I've ever worn. I've openly admitted that. No need to tell any fibs. It's the God's honest truth. But when I went golfing, I wore the man-made ankle socks. They changed my life. They have little grips on the back of them so they don't slide. I used to, when I played golf, carry two pairs of socks. Because you know the ankle socks you get and they're like pieces of shit. And you're like, well, what the fuck? I can't find any good ones. So I carried two with me. After a few holes, I'd have to change them because they'd slip at the back. And you'd start getting cuts on the back of your foot. And it was a pain in the ass. I wore those socks yesterday. Playing golf. Usually I can't wait to take them off. I throw them into the back and I'm like, I never want to wear these again. But then you're like, these are my only ones. I finished golf. I didn't even take them off. I wore them the rest of the day. They didn't slip an inch. Man-made ankle socks. Holy fuck, you guys make good Sorry for the swearing. I just get very excited. I even made a video for the guys. I'm like, I, I can't believe these socks. Hi, Dan. Is your tie tucked into your undies? Is this a new man-made undie style for summer? If it is, I'm all in. 
Enjoying the show. Say hi to Ron, Steve. I think he's referring to the Bet Rivers commercials. My tie is not tucked into my underwear. Hi, Dan. Loving the podcast. Is there a passhole capital of Canada? And why is it Nova Scotia? <laughs> a passhole is someone who speeds up when you're about to pass them because they're a f-ing idiot and they're a passhole. Hi, Dan, Tim, and whoever else might check these emails. There's only a, one more of us. Z Money. He's hiding under a blanket. Just wanted to share this note about a pal. We were listening to your show, the first or second episode, where Dan revealed some details about your progress with sobriety. I'm so happy this new way of living is working for you. My pal broke down or revealed details about their struggles with alcohol. They've now decided they need to make a change and is going to get some help. You guys are making a difference to people. I sincerely hope you continue this message. Love the pod. All the best. Wow. What a note to receive. Thank you so much. Uh, We love hearing those. Again, the reason I put out my message about sobriety was just to help one person. And we receive an email like that a week. We appreciate it. And we're here with you. Reach out whenever you, you get a chance. And reach out to your family members. If you're having problems, let them know. Don't just hide. Don't just keep it to yourself. Let let people around you know. Hey, Dan. Really enjoyed your podcast about your trip to Montreal. Thought perhaps you might have done a road trip podcast. Uh, easy for me to say. I have no idea how one might broadcast from a car. <laughs> that would be a tough one. Thanks for bringing Knuckles on the pod. Have subscribed to Raw Knuckles Pod as well. Never knew I would enjoy listening to and respect him so much. Raw Knuckles, it's great. He has a Guy Lafleur tribute where he just talks about him and Guy. Great job by Chris Nyland and Tim Stapleton, two of our buddies. Big supporter of the show, Dan. Boomsies and spitting chicklets are my primary audio moves. I'm going to put this on the dinner table. Eat it or not, you might like corn, you might not. But here it goes. I love peaches and cream corn. It's so good. The tool shed. Don't know what it means, but it's got a grind my gears feel right out of the mouth. Happy you're back and putting yourself out there. Faith will watch watch her for years, not Ron the cat. The tool shed. Okay. We can riff on that. Tim, get working on it. Hello, Dan. Just curious. When I listen to the Suspendables, Raw Knuckles, or even Bob McCown podcasts, they never delete the profanity in the episode. Even though I don't require huge amounts of profanity, it also pisses me off that you beep yours out seven or eight times in a row. Kind of makes me think that you're a bit of a candy Or maybe you just like tuning in to 90-day fiancé. Please let me know if there's another reason for beeping these out. Mikey. Mikey, there's a great reason. <laughs> there's a great reason. 
we want you to be able to listen with your family in the car. And uh, maybe you guys don't like swearing. And then some people love the, the beep out. Because uh, everyone else swears. And we beep it out. We're, we're different, Mikey. So I'll try not to swear so many times in a row. Because, yeah, I can understand how beeping consecutively would get annoying. But we beep it out just so you can listen whenever and wherever you are and not offend anyone. Hi, Dan. Love the pod. Great mix of humor, sports, and real talk. You should consider adding a food section to the show because the first few episodes he talked a lot about food. Maybe call it Boomsies Foodies. Okay, so we got the tool shed and Boomsies Foodies. I love your maple syrup latte advice and also found myself agreeing with your dream food court and your hot takes on Tim Hortons. Also in September, we're ta- taking a trip to Toronto and love your advice on where to eat while we're there. Stay gold, pony boy. Stay gold. Dean. Sorry, I said a burp. I had a hot dog at the golf course yesterday. It was a good dog. Had a hot dog and a Coke at the turn. That's what the pros do, I'm pretty sure. Not a big deal. <clears throat> hey, Dan. Hope this email finds you well that you uh, found a podcast that makes you laugh. What? That, that makes no sense. Hey, Dan. I hope this email finds you well and that you found a podcast that makes you laugh like yours does for me. Okay. With a stressful job, your podcast helps me de-stress and relax. I listened to the Yari Curry episode while on a walk, and I'm certain the squirrels and birds could hear me laughing. Your story about the elevator and the newly married couple was hilarious. Thanks again for the laughs. As uh, the podcast came to a close, the song came on. It struck me funny as I've listened to each... As I've listened to each with However Tonight, I noticed the closing song actually says, Welcome to Boomsies. That got me thinking, maybe switching the songs with the current into the small town strip club. That makes sense. At least I think it does logically. I also loving the product and customer service at Manmade. I'm glad you've been promoting their product. Keep up the great work. And I'm hopeful they will come out with a kid's line as I know my boys would love them too. take care, Isaac. Okay. So the North Coast band, they have the song at the end of the podcast. Welcome to Boomsies and small town strip club. We play at the beginning because I can talk over it because there's no lyrics so yes that was supposed to be played at the beginning the small town strip club so maybe oh no sorry the north coast band was supposed to be played at the beginning but we put it at the end so maybe i'll get them to rework that they're great they also made the danitize danitize you just been danitize what's that mean what's that mean i don't know but now you're clean I made an audio message to myself the other day because I walk around the house and make up songs. So Ron, the cat, he got up on the roof and then he got down. So I made an audio message. Maybe I can play it here because it's a, it's a banger and I play it now. (laughs) I played it on the speaker in the kitchen and I scared my oldest daughter so much. She jumped out of her pants. Let's see if we can hear this. Ronnie got down from the roof. Ronnie got down from the roof. Ronnie got up, then he got down. Ronnie got down from the roof. I think that could be a hit. Ronnie got down from the roof. 
Ronnie got down from the roof. And he got up. And he got. <laughs> so I just play it randomly throughout the day. I don't know why that came up, but it just did. Uh, our final email here. Hi, Dan. Love the podcast. Loyal listener here in the Cayman Islands. I assumed a man of your diligence and integrity spent many hours vetting your podcast sponsor, Man Made. So I thought if these boxer briefs are good enough to be supported by Dan and his podcast empire, it's good enough for me. So I ordered some. While after I got a customer satisfaction survey email asking about my thoughts, I replied I was disappointed. Here's the deal. Living in Cayman, I decided to have my purchase shipped to my son who works in Toronto and pick them up when I visit. I forgot to mention that to him. He received them, had no idea why he got them, and rather than ask around, he decided to wear them. By the time I got around to telling him, he'd broken in all three pairs. I've always been taught that undies are not sharing, so they are his now. Apparently, he's extremely satisfied. I'm disappointed. Just a cautionary tale to you and your listeners. Man-made. Be careful who gets their hands on them. Wow, Tim. That is a good slogan. Man-made. Be careful who gets their hands on them. Manmadebrand.com. Changing the sock and underwear game one Canadian at a time. And also people in the Caymans. Who are we going with here? Sometimes I forget to pick who the email was. Um, let's go with Dean. Dean, who came up with Boomsies Foodies. Dean's winning uh, some man-made underwear. So if you get selected as the email man-made for Boomsies, they send you man-made undies. And don't forget to use Boomsies in your order notes. I uh, ordered some more. I love their socks so much. I ordered a bunch uh, after I played golf the other day because I'm like, I can't ever run out of these. I can't wait for the 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 wash to be done to get these these two pairs of socks I've got. I need five pairs of socks. So in my order notes, I said, guys, these are the best ankle socks in the freaking world. You're changing the game. So I can't wait to get that in the mail. Isn't it great when you're expecting, even as an adult, clothing for yourself like underwear or socks or a new shirt you're like a kid again oh my goodness the post office is open i want my undies i want my sockies manmadebrand.com they will make you excited for life again really appreciate you tuning in this week appreciate art man uh, what was our bumper sticker i hope something good happens to you today Let's carry that message around in our heads. When you see a pass hole, when you see uh, someone who doesn't like the wave, serenity now, and just say, I hope something good happens to you today. <sighs> doesn't that feel good? Welcome to Boomsies with Daniel Toosie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, boozy. And rim shot. Always on cue. See you next week.